0: If you have ever said to yourself, I just want things in my business to feel aligned, I wanna feel authentic, I want the match between myself and my clients to just have that that energy that says I'm on the right path and I'm working with the right people, then this episode is going to be for you. We're gonna talk about my aligned decision-making framework, how that ties into creating aligned offerings in your holistic healing business, working with clients, working with groups, it's gonna give you some things to think about, so let's jump into it. This is Chelsea Fournier, aka your routine queen. I help healers, empaths, intuitives, and light workers create an aligned and sustainable holistic healing business online. Own your true path, call it in, it's time to play bigger, but you don't want to lose yourself. In the process of expansion, you can ignite and amplify both your purpose and your profit. Tune into this podcast for support making clear decisions that are designed perfectly for your unique gifts, business goals, and desired lifestyle. Ready to become your own routine queen to master the next steps in your highest blueprint to welcome in highest abundance in all forms? Let's make it happen. Welcome to your routine queen podcast. Okay, so today I'm actually going to share a little bit of a story before we get into kind of the teaching or the overall mission of this episode. So just so you know, this episode is going to start diving into some of the frameworks and concepts that I use with my coaching clients and in my group coaching program. And it's going to specifically help to outline what I mean by the word aligned. I'm actually going to teach you an acronym, an aligned decision-making framework that's incredibly helpful no matter what type of decision you're trying to make in your business. If you know that you like to follow your gut, you like to have some kind of framework to kind of mirror or match up like rational decision-making with making sure you're not stepping out of your own intuition and following your higher path, I think this framework is going to really help you to marry together the different aspects of being a, you know, a strong business woman, making good business decisions, but also really honoring who you are and your design and your purpose. So I'm really excited to start sharing that framework and other concepts that I do use in private coaching and also in my aligned to Ignite group program. There's lots more to come as you get deeper into these episodes to kind of give you drips that you can start piecing together for yourself. Okay. But I want to share a story and this was I'm reflecting back right now towards, I would say, close to the tail end of my my legal career. So if you don't know my background, I actually was a lawyer. Um, I guess you, I, I never stop being a lawyer. I'm just not currently practicing. I don't keep my license active. But for a decade, I was a lawyer, and I had a really interesting niche or niche, and that practice towards the end, as I got more specific about who I wanted to help and how, I was really working with a lot of very creative, very cool Small businesses and many of them, uh, their issues were either proactive, trying to protect their brand, protect their trademark, their copyrights, their you know, in, in intellectual property is, is the term for it. What I did, and um, it was a fascinating area of law. But then there was also kind of the flip side of when people came to me when something had gone wrong. They didn't protect it well. Someone was infringing on their rights, right? Like you hear stories about this. Someone stole my course idea, or someone's using my same you know, brand name or logo and that infringement, that copying was also a small element of what I did. So I'm sharing this little bit of background. You don't have to know the ins and outs of what I did. But towards the tail end of, I would say in the last, sometime in the last two years of my like sole focus on practicing law, uh, a colleague reached out to me. And said specifically that they were working with a client who was having some copyright infringement issues, some breach of contract, like vendors they were working with were breaching their contract using their same designs for other clients. That's a big no-no. And so there was a lot of layers to this. And it was fascinating. Like, I liked that area of law. But I also knew that I didn't tend to work in the dispute area. Uh, my m- the bulk of my practice was helping people proactively protect and work on licensing agreements and get good contracts in place, all of that stuff. And so because this was a fascinating area of law, and I'll say I think there was some ego wrapped around it that, you know, this person thought of me as an expert in this field, reached out to me. There was definitely some ego of like, oh, cool, I can do this. And there was some desire for funds at the time whether this was like there was a little bit of okay well this company has money they can invest in you know paying for me to do this work okay so there was some things going on that were attractive about this case but my gut i am in my human design i am a very sacral authority sacral decision maker i'm learning more about what that is i can look back and see when i've ignored it and so, my gut decision was, I just think this is going to be a problem client. I, you know, I think it's a little bit outside my typical scope. I think they're going to expect more from me than even an expert would be able to offer. Like they would, they, I could just tell in some initial like introductions that it was going to be a, a challenge. The ego part of me was like, I'm up for the challenge. The part of me that was running our own practice at the time was like, okay, this is they're willing to pay a retainer, just try, right? And so I can look back and see that was not an aligned decision. And, um, you know, it didn't end up horribly. But every time I sat down to work on that client's work, my energy sank. I had a pit in my stomach. It felt crummy invoicing them at the end of every month to draw down on that retainer. Like it didn't feel like a joyful exchange of energy they were not following my advice and so it was going deeper down a rabbit hole of problems they were not valuing the expert you know the expertise that i did bring to the table i actually got second opinions on some of the work that i did from people who i highly respected and they were saying no you're you're giving the right advice some of our communications just were you know missing each other like i would say something that i thought was clear it was read on their end as very unclear or you know saying something attacking like just every step of the way in this relationship, there was signs and signs and signs that it was not aligned, okay? Now, I don't beat myself up about this horribly. I'm just thinking of a specific example to give you, in other fields, this happens as well. Now, you may be an intuitive, an empath, a holistic healer in functional medicine. You may be consider yourself a light worker. And so the relationships that you develop with your clients can feel very deeply intertwined. And so I think it's even more, Important. As you design your business plan, your business model, your offerings, your communications with clients, your onboarding experience, that you're coming from a place of establishing leadership. That might sound kind of funny. So I can look back on that relationship and realize a couple of times when I didn't establish leadership in that relationship with my legal client. And how then it became like very blurred lines, like all of a sudden they thought they could email me on Sunday morning and have a reply by Sunday night and just very different professional expectations. Right. But I know that there's people, you know, one of my friends and and coaching clients is a breath worker and she also works in microdosing and, and supporting people through that. And so it can be very a very close relationship, right? And so figuring out, using aligned decision-making, which I'm going to teach you about, can actually help to establish authority, establish leadership, establish a buffer between you and your clients so that, A, you're attracting the right clients who want to do the work, who want to do the work for themselves with your guidance, implementing what you suggest, right? Um, And are not going to be that, that energy vampire. And I think that's such a Crazy visual to think about, but a energy vampire, right, is someone who's going to just like suck so much out of your personal energy. And is that the right fit for you? You know, depending on the type of work that you do, the type of healing or guidance that you offer, you may be very in close, you know, closely enmeshed in some of the layering, some of the healing that goes on for your clients. And for some of you, that may be happening more than you wish it was, right? More than you wish it was. I am i am I'm an empath. And so I did not understand when I was in my professional space as a lawyer, like how deeply I felt for my clients. Like My clients got 110% of me, not because I was just a perfectionist or a type A personality, which I definitely was at the time. I do think that's something you can move through intentionally, but also because I didn't understand so much around my intuition and my empath, um, just I absorbed their energy. And if they weren't following the advice that I gave and then things got worse for them, like I felt very wrapped up in that. I hadn't learned how to set boundaries or how to have that establishment of leadership with a client to have the entire relationship go more smoothly. So I am sharing this because now you may hear me use the term over on Instagram or here on the podcast or in any of my trainings, that I use the word aligned an awful lot. And that probably makes sense because you're like, yeah, I want things to be aligned. I want, you know, high vibe. Like it's a word that's thrown around there a lot. But what you may not know is to me, it's also actually an acronym and it lays out a decision-making framework that I teach and I support others in implementing. So if you are a note taker or if you're just absorbing this, that's totally fine. But if you are a note taker, you know how like you can take a a piece of paper and write A-L-I-G-N-E-D down the left, right? Um, Or correct. (laughs) Write it down the left. And then each of those letters actually stands for something in this decision making framework. And of course, I can't get a ton into all the details or different applications of this in just one podcast episode, but this is something that I dive much more deeply into in my aligned to ignite group coaching container, also in one-on-one support. And so if this is something that you're like, "Oh my gosh, this is exactly the type of framework I need that marries like the business side of me with the aligned decision maker, like this is why I'm here. This is why I'm here." So I'm going to just talk through each of those letters, if you will, A-L-I-G-N-E-D, and then I'm going to reflect back on the specific instance I shared and kind of show, how, talk through how it could have, could have gone better and also give some examples in different types of holistic healing, wellness, entrepreneur businesses, how this can apply, okay? So A equals your audience. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to read through them, and then I'm going to come back and give more detail. So A is your audience audience. L, laser focus. I, your intuition. G, your gifts. N, your needs. E, your ideal experience. And D is your design. Okay. So A, your audience, you have heard time and time again, different people, you know, if you follow different trainers, Coaches, people in the marketing space talking about having an avatar, finding your niche, your niche, however you say it, thinking about exactly who you are serving. I remember years ago, I read a book called Attracting Perfect Customers. That was a really, really amazing book for me at the time. And so, thinking about who are you serving? Your audience is who are you serving? And what I know can be very challenging is to narrow down because you are building an online business and The challenge about figuring out who your audience is, is that in the online space, people are searching for the solutions to the problems they have. And if you are just like, you might be saying, well, what I do can help everybody. Maybe you're a Reiki healer and you're like, basically anybody and their dog, right? I can assist in furthering their healing journey. Maybe, you know, whatever practice, whatever modality you're in, it can probably help pretty much everybody, right? And so thinking about, well, I don't want to limit who I'm going to be helping by narrowing down too much, by ta- you know saying, oh, I can't help you. But what really you're missing out on, especially if you're growing an online business, is if you're not specific, if you're on Instagram, if your bio isn't saying exactly who you serve, if someone comes across your feed and they don't feel an energetic or an instant recognition or a connection, they're not necessarily going to follow you or take you as seriously. And so this is the challenge of figuring out, like making decisions, this de- this is a decision-making framework, really making a discerning decision about who it is that you want to help. Because if you can help everybody and you say, I help individuals feel healthier and more connected to their path, that's super, super vague, right? It might make sense to you. But if instead it were to say, I help millennials who struggle with X to overcome Y so that they can experience Z, right? That's going to feel more specific. Now, L is your laser focus is to trust that if you're focusing on providing content, on providing marketing, on providing offerings, on providing solutions just for that audience that you're to trust that you're laser focus on that, there's going to be enough people who want the solution you're putting out. And you know what? Even if someone comes to you and is like, well, I'm not a millennial. I'm a baby boomer, but I want those same transformations. Can you help me? Of course you can say yes. But in the online marketing space, you need to plant your flag of who you say you're helping so that those people can find you. Trusting, L, that your laser focus is going to serve both you and them, those people that are looking for what you have. And then I is your intuition. To not ignore your intuition. You might have a business coach that says, you know what? There is a really hot market right now for, let's just say, for baby boomers who are looking to overcome their past traumas and be you know, better grandparents, okay? I don't know. I'm just making this up. If your intuition is like, yeah, I just don't think that's the transformation I want to have. Like, I do want to be in releasing trauma, but I don't think that's the transformation. And if your business coach or whoever it is, the guru says, no, 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 there's a big market for this, right? There's the small part of you that might be like, well, I need to pay the bills. I'd really like to scale. Okay. If people think there's a market for this, I can help that transformation. But if it's against your intuition, then that is not going to serve you in the long haul. You're not going to be pouring out content that draws that person in. You're not going to have that energetic tether going out online that's going to, you know, quote unquote, rope that person in, in a good way. And G is your gifts. Your gifts are unique. Your gifts, depending on, you know, whether they're gifts that you have studied for, like you might be listening to this and you are a naturopathic doctor. You might be listening to this and you... Um, maybe you're a medium and you've really had to hone those skills over time. Like, yes, there the was a gift that you became aware of, but you've really had to hone, like whatever amount of energy, resources, money you've had to invest into your education, your integration of the gifts. You need to be really clear about what, what that gift is. And I, it might be in a evolution for you. I know that that can certainly be true for people who are in this field, But to understand your gifts and what they offer, to think about the transformations that you have seen or that you desire to see in your clients because you're offering them support with those gifts through the problems they're overcoming. Now, N is your needs. Let's not forget about your needs. You know, you might be someone who needs a lot of unplugged time. You might be someone who um, actually has a lot of financial needs right now. You might be saying, you know what? I have been doing my work for free or for such a low cost for so so long. One of my needs is to actually sop up some of the debt that my family has gone into. Or one of my needs is to get us qualified for a home. We really want to own a home. Like those are your needs. And those might feel very like material or physical, I don't know, but you have very real needs around your own energy, your own health and wellness maintenance, your own physical needs, material needs, survival needs, financial needs, right? Spiritual needs. And your needs should be a factor as you're making decisions for your business. Because I know if you ignore yourself long enough, your body will will rebel or something is going to become a problem that didn't need to be a problem. If you if you were ignoring your needs, that's going to flare up. Now, E is your ideal experience. Have you ever done the exercise where maybe someone introduced you to the concept of like, go journal about your ideal day? Okay. I want you to think about this in terms of your business. What is your ideal experience in running your online business? Now, you may not be able to just jump from today to tomorrow being your ideal experience, you may have some things you don't want to do like strategy or decision-making or getting systems in place so that you eventually can delegate. You know, you might say that your ideal experience is that all you do is show up to client calls. But if you don't have virtual assistants or a scheduling program or like all of that in place yet, well, how are their clients going to find you? How are they going to book you? How are they going to sign agreements? All of that stuff. So you may not be able to just like today, tomorrow, be living that ideal experience, but getting really attached to what that could be, getting really clear about what that could be. And then D is your design. I am diving more and more into human design. And so if human design is something that fascinates you and understanding kind of that blueprint for yourself and making decisions with that in mind, if human design is not something that really speaks to you or that you're aware of, it just anything that's honoring who you are. Anything that's honoring who you are, your personal, unique design, your makeup needs to be a factor in decision making in your business. And I think this is where so many people that I talk to are like, you know what? I know I need to put that business hat on. I follow X, Y, or Z person online. You know, like they talk about business. But then when I sit down to make decisions, all I want to do is do what feels good. And it's like, okay. Well, why can't we do both? Why can't you make really amazing, clear decisions in your business that are going to serve moving the needle forward towards the goals that you have around the purpose you want to offer to the world, around the profit that you want for your family, around the ideal experience? Like all of this can happen if you're starting to use frameworks for your decisions. So for example, if I go back to the example where I took on a legal client that was not a good match and it just ended up feeling icky. Instead, if I had thought, okay, my audience, my ideal audience was creative business owners who'd been in business for themselves two to three years and were seeing the needs that they needed to like clean up their legal stuff, protect their intellectual property, be thinking more proactively, be diversifying their income of what they were offering. Like that's what I loved doing. Okay. And so when this person referred this client to me, They had been in business, like some of the criteria were met as I look backwards, but um, they really were not being proactive. They had gotten into hot water by not protecting. And so just right there, that was not my audience, if I'm honest. Now, laser focus at the time, especially if I think about the money needs that I had, the laser focus for me was not there that I know looking back now, That if I had said no to that client, that my laser focus of only showing up to serve the audience that I wanted to, I believe that that would have allowed the right ideal client to emerge. Like there would have been enough space in my time and my calendar and my energy that the right next client would have emerged if I had just said, oh my gosh, thank you so much for thinking of me. I don't think that this is my ideal scope of work. And so just saying no would have opened the door for for the next person to come in and might have been an ideal audience member. Now, my intuition, I was ignoring it left and right, just being like, okay, yep, I think I can do this. I know I can do this. Even when I was getting second, like I was paying um, out of my profits for a second opinion for another lawyer to review what I was doing, just because I was like, wait, what if they aren't happy with my work? And so I was second guessing. I wasn't following my intuition and saying no to the client. And then I wasn't following my intuition that I was good enough to do the work and I was paying out of my profits to get another opinion interesting, right? Um, My gifts, my gifts are not handling conflict. They never were. My gifts are helping people to think proactively. You know, that's why I no longer practice law and so I'm not giving legal advice. But just looking back on the clients that loved me and that I loved working with, I helped them make more money. Like, how many lawyers do you go to that help you make more money? Because th- we would brainstorm ways they could license. We I would introduce them to collaborators. Like, I just really fell in step with the clients that were, like, seeking my advice as counsel and business advisor. And I loved that, right? That's one of my gifts is helping people take what they're currently working on and, like, find new ways to make money or people to get exposure. And so that was my gift. And this was not actually seeking my gifts. It was seeking my abilities, but not necessarily my gifts. Um, my needs, at the time, the financial need felt really high. And, you know, that happens. It happens from time to time. I was going through a transition personally, the desire of having some extra income coming in to fund some things going on in my life. It just felt helpful. And so that need was really shining. But what, was, what I was not honoring was my need to be using my energy well-matched, you know? Um, that was something that I ignored for a long time in my legal career. I would get glimmers of hope of excitement when I was working with clients that were really well matched and that were aligned, A-L-I-G-N-E-D, right? Um, But I was ignoring the need to be really appreciated by the clients that I knew I could offer the best transformation to. Now, uh, my ideal experience, this actually was a client who was on a different time zone backwards. And they were working with a vendor with a different time zone, six hours forwards. And so it was not my ideal experience because there was like emails coming at me all, all basically 24-7 navigating this relationship and these communications. And so that was not ideal. Like I do not like working around the clock or being available or having my emails ping me 24-7. And so even just little things of like thinking about what time zone do you want to work in could be really worth considering. And then your design, you know, just whatever, whatever is most important to you about who you are, whether it is understanding your human design, whether it is understanding your empathic abilities and what that, how that can actually drain and exhaust you playing up to the benefits of it without leaning into the potential to be exhausted, right? Whatever it is that you know about yourself, that self-awareness about who you are as an individual as a healer as a business owner i want you to just reflect on how getting really in touch with these specific answers to these aligned to this aligned decision making framework you can use this in any decision in your business whether it's creating an offering like i focus a lot on bringing this decision making to creating aligned offerings because think about this if you Know that you love working with a certain audience and you stay laser focused on creating content and support and transformation just for that one niche audience. You follow your intuition to trust that there is going to be enough. There will be enough people who want that transformation, that it matches. It's a really good marriage of the gifts that you have to offer that specific type of transformation. It takes into account your needs, making sure that it is priced appropriately. It's covering the costs that you need plus the profit that you desire and the value that you offer to this transformation. You're taking your ideal experience into account. Maybe you love doing one-on-one work. Maybe one-on-one is draining for you. Maybe you prefer community classes. Maybe you prefer doing workshops. Maybe you want to do a monthly membership, right? Like thinking about the ideal experience, not just from a money standpoint of being like, oh, 200 members at $40 a month would be X, Y, you know, numbers, but also thinking about like, do I want to show up every month? Do I want that regular rhythm of every Monday, there will be a training for me in the membership? Like, do I love, does that feel like it lights me up? Does that feel like it terrifies me? Like really leaning into your ideal experience and understanding your design, having that self-awareness, whatever really tunes into you. And I will be bringing some guests on to talk about human design that is going to be kind of an undertone of the Aligned to Ignite group container to some of the other programming I'm going to be putting on just because the more I learn about it, it feels very aligned for me. But whatever it is, that self-awareness, your D for design, taking that into consideration as you make decisions. Now, you could be, this could be around pricing. This could be around when you're going to be offering um, a group program. It could be around whether you're going to do a collaboration or not. Any decision that you're making in your business, you can actually lean into this framework. And if this is something that you know you would like more support around, if you struggle with making decisions in your business, you know, if you're listening to this live, I actually have a workshop coming up on. Uh, in January. So if you're listening to this live or soon after, January 5th of 2022, I'm going to be offering a daytime workshop. There may be a second time that I'm offering it. I've got to look at scheduling and getting that all set up. But um, even if not, there will be a replay available for those that do register. So check the show notes. If you're like, I like this, I need some more support around how I make decisions in my business. I don't want to be just like, you know, the Grant Cardone, like hustle your brains out, Just go after the profits, you know, like that doesn't resonate with me. But just saying, I'm going to lean into what feels good, like maybe that just hasn't served you or had enough structure or support for you to really scale and grow in the past. I truly see this decision making framework as kind of a marriage of what you want to achieve in your business and what feels right for you in your business to design a business that you're lit up to run, that you get excited to get on client calls or masterminds or whatever you're offering. And just knowing that your gifts are being honored, that it's set up at an ideal experience time of day or format or whatever it is, right? And so I find it really, really fun to help people do this. So in that workshop, I'm I'm going to be teaching like really how to – Um, or why it's so important to make sure that you're hitting on some of these key components. So if you want a deeper dive into this, I'll also be sharing some worksheets that can help you kind of like map some of this out for yourself. So if that intrigues you, definitely head to, there'll be a link in the show notes. And if you have missed it, um, if you're listening to this later in the future, feel free to go to chelseafornier.com. There might be Uh, new programming coming up. Or you could certainly find me on Instagram, DM me and just say like, hey, what are you doing to support aligned decision making these days? Um, Because that is going to be a cornerstone of what I continue to bring. So there will probably always be something that I can help you with. So I hope that you got some really great value out of this. I like bringing examples from my business past into this so that you can start to see like you're not alone. It's not only in the healing space that you have to make these tough decisions that really impact you, impact your clients, impact your bottom line, impact the transformations that you offer, impact helping people to find you so they can hire you. So I hope you got a lot of value. If you did, make sure to subscribe to this wherever you're listening. If you're on iTunes, you know Google Podcast, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you are, make sure to subscribe because every single Tuesday, I do drop a new episode. I'm going to be bringing some amazing guests on soon as well, so you'll be hearing more of my voice around this type of work as well as bringing some really amazing, just amazing aligned guests onto this podcast to help spread the the resources and the support and the frameworks that you will have to grow in your business. So we will see you next Tuesday. I hope you got a lot out of this. We'll talk soon. As I said at the end of this episode, I do have a live workshop coming up, and it is all about the four steps to design an aligned offering. It's going to help you support the healing that your clients need in ways that you love delivering And my promise to you is that you're going to gain more clarity in 45 minutes than you've had in all of 2021. So if you are listening to this before January 5th, 2022, it is going to be a daytime noon Eastern time zone. That is my time zone uh, workshop. And there will be replays available for those that do sign up. We're going to talk about how to tune into your audience how to highlight your gifts, be clear on your needs, and design your ideal experience. So make sure to go to www.chelseafornier.com forward slash workshop dash registration. There is a link in the show notes below if you want to just click right over there. And if you have missed it, there should be, even if you go to that workshop, site if there's not currently a workshop running. It should bring you to a place to get onto a wait list or onto my newsletter. If you can't find that, come find me on Instagram as uh, your routine queen. Message me, what do you got going on for workshops? And we'll figure out what the next step could be for you. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Make sure to tune in every Tuesday to come borrow my left brain routines, systems, and strategies to make them your own. The solutions you seek are never on the same frequency as the problems you are encountering. Let's get you on the right frequency.